If you are digging back through the Photo Business Help Catalog, which you must be if you're hearing this message right now, keep in mind that technology changes and our offerings change. So any links that you might hear me mention during this episode you're about to hear may not work anymore. Make sure you head to photobizhelp.com forward slash links for all of our current links and offers. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash links and ignore the things that you hear in this episode today because they might be outdated. Everything you need is at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. And then just the personalities in the industry, you know, it's, it's almost unfortunate to say, but, uh, you know, when you're so connected to something, it, it becomes a small world. You know, it's like high school all over again. Everybody knows everybody. Um, nothing's a secret and personalities clash. And it got to the point where I, I felt personally like my mindset and my outlook on life in general and a lot of things were very different from other people in that specific industry. After over 10 years full-time as a lifestyle photographer, I've discovered eight things that every photographer should do to build and grow a strong photography business. If you would like to strengthen your business in 2021 and learn more about the eight things that have helped me build a solid photo biz, head to photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. That's the number eight things to get your copy of the eight things that I've done over the last 10 years to build a successful lifestyle photography business. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a place for photographers who want to earn money with photography and live a better life. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. Since going full-time in 2010, photography has brought me more freedom, income, and opportunities than I ever imagined. It's been so positive for me that I want to show you everything I know. You'll learn more than just businessy things, though, including my favorite ways to be mindful and happier on this journey. You're tuned in to the Photo Business Help Podcast. My name is Natalie Jennings. Today is another listener story. I have been interviewing other photographers this year in 2020 and had great feedback on it. I think one of the things that interviewing other photographers brings to the listeners of this show is just a perspective on the photo journey. And I'm hoping that you feel less alone because this can be a really tough thing to go through. I mean, any kind of entrepreneurship, but you know, it can feel lonely sometimes and, and there's a lot of self-doubt and and other things like that. So if you're interested in sharing your story and you're a photographer with, with a photo journey to share, just email me natalie at photobizhelp.com and just put a note in the email title saying podcast and we'll get you on the show to share your story. So today's story is from Adam Taylor. Adam Taylor has a course on licensing photos, which is really interesting. And he also has a great story and photo journey. So this is part one of a two-part episode. And without further ado, let's get into the show. Hey, Adam, how are you doing today? I'm doing great out here on sunny Oahu, Hawaii and living the dream. Oh, man, I that place is so special to me. And uh, I can't wait to get back. It's actually been something we've been going back and forth about, like, should we just go and just be there since the world is doing what it's doing? And, um, you know, I lived there for a long time, so I'm happy to hear you're, you're loving it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, right on. So tell me a little bit about your, you know, what kind of photography you're currently doing and sort of like your journey to this point. 
I do interiors and architecture. So my clients are interior designers, custom home builders, and architects. And I did not start out in this direction. I had no idea that I was going to end up here. The very beginning of my path was just as a kid, you know, getting to use my mom's point and shoot camera on a family vacation to New York City. And, you know, I was in fifth grade and just fell in love with uh, taking pictures and getting it developed and sharing them with, you know, my other family members and friends. Ever since I was in fifth grade, I said I wanted to be a photographer when I grew up. Uh, and then I also found BMX bike riding early on in life and, you know, was just absolutely obsessed with this action sports culture. Uh, and being on the yearbook staff during my senior year of high school is what kind of led me towards working at a BMX magazine um, because I was taking pictures and getting developed and laying out these pages for a yearbook. And I was like, hey, if I could do all these things for a BMX magazine, that'd be like the coolest job in the world. So uh, I set out this goal of working for uh, pretty much, you know, one of two BMX magazines in the United States. It's called Ride BMX Magazine. Uh, and that was my goal. So I went to college with that one goal in mind and just hustled and worked hard. And a month before I graduated from college, I got a call from the editor of the magazine asking if I wanted an interview there. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, literally uh, right out of college, I, I landed my dream job, moved from Southern California, or I'm sorry, moved from Southern Louisiana to Southern California. So from a very small town, um, very sheltered, I would say, out to the big, uh, you know, LAOC metropolitan area and was living my dream out there. Um, and so I did that for several years. And, you know, while I was there, I kind of got bit by the travel bug and started traveling around a lot and kind of expanding my horizons. And uh, eventually, uh, I, I sort of just lost the passion. I don't know if it just ran its course. I got older or whatever. Uh, but I then kind of shifted into um, a new hobby, which was CrossFit and, you know, fitness. And so uh, I transitioned my career instead of shooting, like, say, for example, the X Games, I was now shooting the CrossFit Games. Sure. And so I kind of just, I, you know, led, helped or had my passions, you know, lead my career direction. And eventually, um, after a sh very short stint in that kind of industry, I decided that I wanted to actually stop traveling as much. I was a little burnt out on it. Uh, and so at that point, I was like, okay, what else, um, you know, would I love to take pictures of? What else can I take pictures of to help me make money? Uh, and that led me to real estate uh, because... Uh, essentially, I wanted to be able to envision myself in these, you know, big dream homes. You know, California has a lot of really big, nice houses and they were too expensive for me to buy. But I was like, you know, if I can just be in them all day and kind of envision myself in these houses, you know, that would help kind of manifest my dreams of, you know, being in one of these places one yeah, day. Yeah, totally. Uh, so I started with real estate and then kind of transitioned from real estate over to the interiors and architecture that I'm doing now. That's really cool. I want to backtrack a little bit. I love that you said this a couple times, but that, you know, you take photos and then have to get them developed and you'd be excited about that, which I totally can remember those days. Did you start out in film and continue in film? Did you move into digital? What was that sort of like for you or what, what were you drawn to? Yeah, I mean, like I said, in, in, you know, elementary school, high school, it was just obviously film. Uh, you know, I graduated high school 2001. So um, digital wasn't quite a thing just yet. And then in college, I did get my first digital SLR. So I, I took uh, the two, you know, basic intro black and white photography classes, enjoyed the darkroom experience. But it, I knew that that wasn't the direction that I wanted to go. And I knew that practically um, for this day and age, like dig digital was the way to go. So while I was in college, I got my first digital SLR and, uh, you know, kind of started with that. So cool. That's yeah, great. That's yeah. Again. Yeah, that makes sense. So you said that you worked for your, you know, dream job, which is really amazing. And then you got kind of burnt out. Did you find other stuff that was still inspiring about photography? You said you were traveling a lot. Were you just taking photos for yourself? Do you do that a lot? Or was it that you saw like this whole other thing and, and that started inspiring you? 
yes, yes, and yes. Um, <laughs> I, I was traveling uh, quite a bit for work, um, but I was also very inspired by the nature, the landscapes, the cultures, you know. Um, and because I was traveling a lot for work, I was collecting frequent flyer miles and, you know, then able to go travel on my own outside of work. Uh, and so, you know, to kind of get my mind off of the action sports stuff uh, and to help stay inspired and motivated, I was definitely shooting a lot of travel stuff, uh, which was really, really enjoyable. Do you have a favorite place? I mean, I've traveled a lot too. It's hard to pick a favorite yeah, place, but it, maybe as far as photographs go, something that you really enjoyed shooting. The first thing that came to mind is uh, East Africa. So I spent um, a bit of time in Kenya, Rwanda, and Burundi. So cool. Uh, and that was a, a very, um, it's hard to say life-changing, but mind-altering trip. You know, we, we stayed with refugees of, um, you know, genocide and, you know, genocide survivors. And we visited with orphans and widows and um, you know, just heard these very heartbreaking stories. It wasn't like a um, a tourist type trip at all. My my friend and I stayed with locals and yeah. got very deep, uh, personal with with these people that have had just otherworldly lives that, than what was my reality and what is my reality today. Yeah. Uh, and so the photos that I was able to get there um, really stand out for sure. That's really cool. I've had some similar experiences, and I've I've been really fortunate in all of the places I've traveled and lived around the world that I have always been able to find that experience where you're not you're not a tourist, where you're hanging out with people yeah. and you're hearing their stories and you're just sort of like sitting in their living room, you know, yeah. doing what they would do every day. And I think I think that's a the best way to travel in my opinion. So that's really, really cool. You know, to to your point about kind of getting burnt out on the on the industry and on the action sports stuff. Yeah. Uh, there were several factors to that, you know, um, being that I did turn my passion and hobby into a job certainly wore down on me. Like I said, the travel schedule, I was traveling up to 200 days out of the year for about seven years straight. And then, like I said, I also got older. I found other hobbies and got into other things. And then just the personalities in the industry, you know, it's, it's almost unfortunate to say, but, uh, you know, when you're so connected to something, it, it becomes a small world. You know, it's like high school all over again. Everybody knows everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing's a secret and personalities clash. And it got to the point where I, I felt personally like my mindset and my outlook on life in general and a lot of things were very different from other people in that specific industry. And and that that burned me out, which is kind of unfortunate, you know, that that sort of pushed me out, if you will, of that of that industry. Uh, but like I said, luckily, I found other passions and hobbies that I was able to follow those. That was part one of a two part interview with Adam Taylor. Be sure to stay tuned for part two. We talk about all kinds of stuff, including his course, which you'll want to hear about. It is really, really interesting and possibly something that could help bring more revenue into your photo business. I will be back, as always, every Tuesday and Thursday with more episodes. After over 10 years full-time as a lifestyle photographer, I've discovered eight things that every photographer should do to build and grow a strong photography business. If you would like to strengthen your business in 2021, and learn more about the eight things that have helped me build a solid photo biz, head to photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. That's the number eight things to get your copy of the eight things that I've done over the last 10 years to build a successful lifestyle photography business. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. I hope you have a beautiful day. Remember in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key.